You are listening to the Artisan Tree Podcast, a conversational journey through art and faith, episode 17. Hey everybody, Jason Link here. Welcome to the Artisan Tree Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Artisan Tree Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at artisantree.org. Come back often and feel free to connect on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can also follow me on Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Deus ex machina, the god in the machine. Chances are you've witnessed this god in the machine before, whether watching a movie or reading a novel. It's that moment in stories when a benevolent force, sometimes a god, comes out of nowhere and saves the protagonists from trouble. Many believe this to be a poor storytelling device because it doesn't reflect the grittiness of real life. There is merit to the criticism. We can think of a few moments in our lives when a stroke of luck saved us from trouble. But these events are rare. Most of the time, when we are confronted with the consequences of our choices and the choices of others, No rope miraculously drops from the sky to pull us out of our predicament. In stories, when we see positive twists of fate happening outside the protagonist's control, as no result of his or her wit or strength, it seems as though the protagonists are getting off easy. As a result, we can feel disconnected with that character, since we may find it difficult to identify with their lucky break. Story expert Robert McKee goes so far as to state that deus ex machina is an insult to the audience. Each of us knows we must choose and act, for better or worse, to determine the meaning of our lives. Deus ex machina is an insult because it is a lie. Yet if this is the case, why do I and so many others feel great elation when Aslan finally arrives to wake the stone animals and defeat the white witch? Or when Gandalf comes with reinforcements to save Helm's Deep, or when creatures of Pandora sweep in to save the Navi from the Sky People. In each of these situations, the protagonists caught in the midst of conflict have done very little or nothing to bring about the change in their fortunes. Yet we love it when they are saved. I would argue that the reason why these moments stir us so powerfully is that we long for such great salvation to happen in our lives and in the world. And I believe this is why superhero movies are so popular today. The flawed character of humanity has faced evil in every scene and in every act. While we have accomplished some minor victories, humanity has never defeated evil. Indeed, we have contributed greatly to the world's hurt. We can all agree that humanity longs for reprieve and wholeness in the final act. Is Deus Ex Machina considered a bad storytelling device because we have lost hope? Because we are a cynical generation? Because we are a culture that preaches a need to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and determine your own fate? Deus Ex Machina may not fully represent real life of the present where striving for one's own good appears to be the only means of survival and success. But it does point to the hope we have for the future. There is hope that God has not abandoned us, and that in the end, he will make all things new. As Alan and Eleanor Creter point out in their book, Worship and Mission After Christendom, 
Those of us who follow Christ are a people of countercultural hope, and we will grow in hope as we connect our lives to God's story. The challenge then for the storyteller is to bring together gritty authenticity and impossible glorious hope, and that is no small task. Therefore, I believe the question is not, is it proper to use deus ex machina in our stories? But, what is God doing in the world, and how can our stories reflect his work? We read the pen strokes of the greatest storyteller of them all. We study his masterpiece, where he himself entered the pages and took on our ink so that his beloved characters may be redeemed. From beholding the storyteller's work, we become heralds of the plot thus far and the glorious final act to come. To use his story as our example while creating stories of our own is not to become unoriginal. Quite the contrary. The work of Christ spans an infinitely vast and intricately complex narrative. Each one of us knows but a minuscule and particular part of that narrative, but we know it intimately. To share our part, whether through testimony or fantasy or any other form, is to tell of a God who is on the move in specific ways, a God who enters the grit of real life. Yes, he'll drop us a line from time to time, but he also walks with us in the midst of conflict. And that gives me reason to hope. This has been the Artisan Tree Podcast. For more information, you can visit artisantree.org or epicjason.com. Thank you for listening and be blessed.